Jamie Stevens, we are live. How are you today? Feasy. I'm very well, mate. How are you? Yeah, pretty pretty swell, man. Stoked to be here. First episode of the new potty. I know, think... Very exciting. Yeah, couldn't think of a better person to first have on. So what's new with you? Talk us through. What have you been up to? Oh, well, obviously, man, it's lockdown, but I'm very fortunate to still be working. So working full time. Um, so, yeah, I've been smashing that out, really enjoying that. Obviously, very grateful to still be working, but um, <clears throat> also been in the studio a lot, which is good. Um yeah, I've just, I don't know, man, I, I've you just got to, I've just been forcing myself to think of the positive. So I've been spending all this time trying to refine my sound, trying to step into new genres. Um, yeah, just have fun with it, man, and take advantage of the free time we have off. And it's been good. It's been good. It's been very busy, but it's, I'm really enjoying it. It's good, man. What are you now up to? Definitely. Busy? Yeah, no, that's awesome. Yeah, no, just yeah. the same, just working on tunes and refining the sound. And that's interesting that you say that because I feel trying to find your signature sound and roll that is something really important. How's the development yes. of your sound been over the past few years? Because I remember it was more of an electro sort of dance sound yeah. and now as times progress, it's become a little bit more reformed and unique to you, which I think is something very important that a lot of producers might not take the time to do, to focus in on that sound. So. Yeah. Definitely, man. Um, I don't know. As you said, uh, when I started producing a fair while ago now, but as you know, when I was a lot younger, I looked up to, I still do look up to all the, I guess you could, I don't know, the electro producers. But um, yeah, my sound started off quite Melbourne bouncy, if you will. Mm. Um, Yeah, I was really, I was heavily inspired by like, obviously, Will Sparks is my number one inspiration, always has been. And I don't know, I, I I definitely did start off with a more of a bouncy sound and then as I grew up a bit, so I was introduced to a lot heavier and darker types of music. Like um, it's a bit of a shock to some people when I tell them, but I grew up listening to like heavy metal and all that stuff. So it's very mm. dark and fast, um, aggressive type music. So I don't know, I think uh, when I was young, I kind of always used to separate it. So I was like, oh, well, that's that heavy kind of stuff's like what I listen to. And then what I'm producing is more of the, the electric, um, you mean the dance music type stuff. And I never, ever thought until the last few years to merge them. So I don't know, I guess that's where a lot of my inspiration comes from is the definitely the more aggressive, faster type music. So yeah, it's been really fun trying to experiment with bringing darker sounds and faster tempos into my productions at the moment. So as I said before, the refining of everything is just playing around with sound design and really getting like a, the best mix, like mixing our cans out of tracks. I've been doubling and mastering a bit, but that's quite a difficult task. But we'll get there, and that's what this time's for. Yeah, definitely. That's awesome. Yeah, the recent tracks you've been sending over are insane, man. Like absolutely yeah, ridiculous. Been trying. Cheers, man. Yeah. No, it's. I don't know, and that, that was the thing, obviously, now, is that I've been making a lot more music than I used to. Like, when I was 18, 19, I was, wasn't, I was still loved it, but I don't know, I was just a bit distracted, I hardly released any music, and I was getting, like, um, frustrated. I was like, why isn't anything happening? Why are we getting no traction? I was like, well, I'm not putting in the hard yards. So that's where I've taken my inspiration from now, is that you can't force creativity, but, you mean, know, I've, I've been trying to, I was really dependent on motivation and that's one thing I've learned recently is that motivation doesn't get you places, dedication does. So I've been really forcing my dedication to come in here. Even if I don't feel like writing, I'll just come in and if I get something, if I don't get anything down, it's all right, I'll come back tomorrow. But yeah, it's been good. I've been writing a lot more music recently, which is great. Yeah, definitely. That's a good insight into your work ethic as well because I feel like with mm. um, you were saying that you're working a lot trying to yeah. allocate the time to get into the studio and it's hard in like um creative fields to like you can't just like push a button and then like yeah. the mona lisa of yeah. techno will appear yeah. on your on your computer which is no, so fair definitely, man. yeah it's yeah so, that but oh, you go 
So it was, yeah, I always just use an excuse. Like if I, if I was working, like I've been working full time for a while, I'd be like, oh, I'm working all day. Or I mean, I do long hours, whatever, blah, blah. There are excuses. And what I've learned recently is that I have to use working during the day to motivate me to go when I get home, I have time to work my music. And um, in the past, I have learned I've taken time off music before, uh, sorry, off work to focus on music and it hasn't really worked in my favour. Like I had all this free time and I was doing nothing with it. So mm. it's it's good now that I have that balance where I can work full time and really enjoy what I do and then come home and still want to write music. So it's great. Yeah, that's really fair. Um, it was funny. Over the summer period, <laughs> I um, that just went, I got a part-time job at a nursery and yeah. I, I frothed it personally. But um, yeah. the days were a bit long and you were like sort of by yourself. And like whilst I'll just be like, yeah. what plant nursery, by the way, I'd um, yeah. just be working, puddling along. And I'd yeah, just find myself just constantly thinking, brother, I can understand <laughs> how an individual would like to do this for their life. But yeah. me personally, my interest does not lie with plants. And I just catch myself dreaming about um, where I'd want to be and like, yeah. It's just having people, yeah, listening to music that I created. Um, so I can definitely That's relate right, back to that in the flip side of where I'd be there and I'd be like, oh, I really, yeah, <laughs> this, yeah. Was not, this was not for me. <laughs> no, but, yeah, that there's a thing I, I don't know, I got distracted like a couple of years ago. I was doing an apprenticeship and, I mean, I, I enjoyed the work, but, I didn't, you mean? Know, I was, I, I got, as I said, I was like, I don't know. I went off track a bit. I was, and I came back. I was like, what am I doing? Like, mm. I could be using this time that I'm complaining and whinging about nothing's happening. Where I could actually do something. And now I'm, in a, I'm in a mid different field. I'm in the marine industry. I've mm. never really shown interest in it, but the people I work with are now my close mates, and I love it. They're very driven people. So, and that's the thing I've learned this recently is that the people you surround yourself with is. A projection of who you'll be. Mm. So I hang around motivated people and I'm Definitely. starting to become more motivated and driven. So it's great. Definitely. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. Like the circle that you surround yourself with sort of like mirrors your thoughts and beliefs as well. Because yeah. you and I have spoken about this before, but we um mm. we don't mind a bit of the law of attraction, do we, brother? No. No, that's it's it's quite funny you say that. You are the one person who introduced me to it. And, That's you know, right. as soon as you introduced me to it, I was like, Ben, you're off your head. What are you talking about? You're yeah. in fairytale land. But <laughs> slowly, slowly trying to bring it to my life, man. It's unreal. It's yeah. just positive thinking and all that stuff. Is, it just changes changes a lot. So i got to yeah. thank you for that. You introduced me to it, man, and I appreciate it. What a, what a great man. It's so true. I'm glad to hear that that's been able to help in your work ethic and oh, making definitely. music yeah yeah definitely because yeah. when i first um heard about it it was from a lovely lady <laughs> named amalia foy <laughs> um and she told me about it and i thought this was this was great and then i um watched this thing called the secret it was great and i read some books yeah. from um the self-development guru the one that you're reading now yeah um, Jim Rohn, great motivational speaker. Yeah, and great. yeah, just learning more about it. And a lot of people I feel like are on the fence about it, which is fair because off, off the bat, you. yeah, yeah, off the yeah. bat, it's like, oh, I don't know. Like, Crazy you're talk. Me, yeah, you're like, I can get something without putting in the work. And I don't feel like that's really it. I feel like it's just focusing exactly in on what you want and being so, um, like precise about it and like thinking yeah. about it that you like sort of just turn on this part in your brain you're like okay that was that this. was the thing that kind of it changed all for me was it it's not like that's what you know I, I got it all wrong I was like oh if I just think these things don't happen that's bullshit mm. you have to act and that's what I've been trying to implement recently is just if you want something just act on it don't just think about it don't dwell on it just mm. act on it and crazy stuff happens when you actually get off your ass and do something. So, yeah, like I'm no master at it, but I'm slowly getting there. So it's good. Brother, you are smashing it. Those tunes that you've been sending, 
so crazy such like a signature sound and then just when i think i've sort of like you know the track at the final end of it there's that cheeky cheeky vocal man and it just yeah knocks me for I don't six know what, yeah i yeah i don't know like you, you kind of said i just love just changing like i love you yeah, don't get wrong if something if some track has like a you mean you can hear from the start and it just plays through i love that but mm. I always find if I if I try to make a like if I try to make a different genre or something or I try to go a bit of like a euphoric kind of style, it always ends up coming back to some sort of like I don't know, like single bass line, just just like a really heavy and dark driven track. And which is which is cool. Like I still like I used to love writing chords. Like I did I was writing a bit of trance stuff a few years ago. Oh, I used to call it trance. I don't know what it was, mm-hmm. but it's really euphoric and it had lots of chord progressions. And <clears throat> that's the thing of us, like you and a half, I haven't really written that much, like mm-hmm. more chord progression, but that's the thing I realized. I'm like, why am I limiting myself? Like, I, I don't know. I, I really want to push towards one mm-hmm. genre and then I end up just breaking all the laws of it. So I'm just like, I just write whatever now. So whatever sounds cool, and whatever I want to write, I just put it down. Yeah, definitely. What's the favourite track you've ever made? Big question. It is a big question. I don't know, man. Half the time I end up hating them, like everyone. But hmm. I really like this track I've been working on at the moment that I sent you the other day. That, I don't know, I think that usually it if, if I get an idea, it either takes four to six months or it's I hear people say that like oh, it's either done in six months or it's on a day. Like I don't really have that short time thing. Like I never have made a tr- oh maybe like years and years ago. But, like I always make a track, and it's whether I come back to it consistently or I just drop it. So this yeah. song's a bit. I've been working on it for like probably three weeks, which doesn't seem like a long time. But mm. when you go in there on the project every day, and I change one thing, and then go okay, that's it, and then. I'm happy with it, then I'll listen to it again in my car and he changed this. So I think this track, I haven't really got a name for it yet, but um, mm. I'm really proud of this track. So I'm, I don't know what, I don't have any plans for it just as yet, but I'm really excited to get it out and see what people hate it or they like it. So yeah, it's exciting. Definitely. Yeah, no, it's a track. As I said, it relates back to your signature sound. It's so good. And yeah, every single time, it's sort of like you're one-upping it, which is so, so awesome. Um, yeah. Definitely. You. So, with the year almost coming to a close, can we expect anything new from you, man? What's coming up in the pipeline this year, next year? You know what, man? Pretty much exactly what I've just said. More music. So, as related back to what I said, when I was, you mean, my late teens, 18, 19, I was so focused on... I wouldn't even say so focused. Like I was, I was doing my gigs. I was in my you mean, weekly, every second week gigs, and I loved it. Like I absolutely yeah. loved DJing more than anything. But that's all I was doing. Like mm. I was just going, oh, I've got a gig this week, sick. So I'm going to go there, and then like that's my music done for the week. Mm. And it was just like I wasn't releasing. I wasn't in the studio. I wasn't making music, and I was, I was kind of content with just DJing. So now, yeah, just gigs. Yeah, that's completely shifted it. It's like there's no gigs. So what you mean? I went like I um, didn't have a laptop for like a month, a few months ago, and I lost my mind. I thought, no, it was longer than that. I was like, this mm. sucks. I can't DJ. I can't even make music. So as soon as I got this laptop, um, shout out to the boys from work. They actually bought me it. Forever grateful for that. I love the boys. Talk us through that for a second. Um, losing your laptop. Like, what was that like? <laughs> what happened? And then the boys buying it. Yeah, so I bought a second-hand, like, refurbished Mac, like, I don't know. It was in year 12, so probably, I don't know how long ago, four or five years ago. Oh, I don't know. I don't want to think about how long ago it was. Um, yeah, and I bought that, and it was sick, and I was, and because I switched from, I had a uh, Acer, I don't know, I had a PC. Mm. So I switched from Mac, and then I was instantly hooked on that. So I was using, I used that. Yeah, I used that laptop. It was like a 2000. 13 up until probably four, five months ago. Yeah. And then, yeah, so it was kind of, 
I learned the hard way. I, I had I have a hard drive, but I didn't really back anything up, and I was lazy with it. And yeah, I woke like I woke up one morning. I think I was trying to go to sleep, and I heard like this really he was just buzzing. I'm like, Fuck, that's not good. <laughs> Opened it up, and yeah, it basically shit itself. So I tried everything. Like I got like three different opinions from text to try and retrieve all the information, and all of them were pretty much like get a new laptop that's your only option yeah. so um yeah it was pretty and it was you mean know, it was in the midst of covid man and i was you know i was i was on and off with work i was struggling a bit so and yeah the boys from work as i said tom and christian i can't thank them enough they surprised me with a brand new laptop legends so, i was still sweet as like man you know you can't really i don't know what to say in those things like i still use it for work every now and then but it's like they're the type of people that they they you mean they don't they don't just go around buying shit for everyone like they obviously they, they see that I have a passion and they see that I know they have a passion and we support each other and yeah it's great so Definitely. yeah no nah, it's it's pretty surreal but I love this thing like I'm on it every single day um what was the first question again <laughs> you're so funny just relating back to oh, your the, um yeah the music yeah. So that, that that's in conclusion, just getting out um, as much music as I can and trying to become the best producer I can be. Definitely, that's awesome. And man. obviously, I'm saying until we open up, like I can't wait to get out there and meet new people and listen to some hectic music and yeah, just get back into nightlife. I love it and I miss it heaps. So the best thing is here, sitting in the studio and making music. Definitely. That's so true. I um, remember searching on all online for the best advice and like interviews from producers. Have you done that before? We've like searched up some people that you look up to in any industry, I guess, just trying yeah. to find like advice from them. Oh, yeah. And that's what I'm obsessed with doing like behind the scenes stuff, behind the scenes, just like studio in the studio with so-and-so. Like it doesn't even have to be a DJ, yeah. like bands, audio engineers. Like I love seeing and also track breakdowns. Have you seen Brother. Genius? Yeah, like on rap YouTube? music. Yeah, yeah so yeah, like good. It's, it's so like, that's the thing, like, you listen, I don't know, like, I, I love rap music and all that, but like, I, I listen to the tracks, I'm like, dude, these are so simple, mm. but they sound so complex with the, you mean, the lyrics and everything, so you pull out the breakdown, but I love um, the one that you put me onto the other day, Dennis Solta, that track breakdown was wicked, like, just, mm. I love seeing them at work, it's really cool, yeah. these new things, and tutorials man like i never i don't want to sound ignorant but like when i first started i was so out of the loop like i didn't really watch any um tutorials that much definitely I just pick, like i started on fl studio and then went to ableton so i was just for months i was just playing around i was like hopefully this works but recently i've been listening to uh watching tutorials like mm. you still like i'm no god like i still learn shit every single day so you, that's the thing doesn't matter where where you are first started if you've been producing for 20 years like you're still going to learn something new every day definitely man and what age did you start producing and what first got you into wanting to start in this in this industry um i think when i started producing i was like 14 14 yeah. and a half yeah around 14 15 um Oh, well, when I uh, was like year eight or something, yeah. So I was like 13, 14. I broke my leg. Was in a massive, like a full leg cast ages. So um, it was in the summer. Everyone else was having fun. I was at home with a broken leg, so it was sick. So I had nothing else better to do, man. So I think for my birthday or Christmas, I really, I don't know, I wanted to get some decks, just like a little controller mm. to play around on. And, um, yeah, I ended up getting that, and I was like, this is unreal. And I was hooked straight away. I was doing it every single day. And then I was like, you know what? Like, at that point, I was listening to Will Sparks, Uber Jack, Joel Fletcher, all of them, every, like, flat out at school. Yeah, yeah. At home on the weekends with my headphones. So I was like, how do they do it? And then I found out, I can't remember how, but I was just looking around, and I found FL Studio. I'm like, yeah, cool. Mm. Um. Ended up doing the trial, and then I think I paid for that. 
I think everyone starts on FL Studio, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, but that, it was just so easy. Like, I was I was reading all these blogs and stuff. I was like, what's the best? And pretty much said the easiest, you know, I'm going to be, be like, they said the easiest and most simple way to start is FL Studio. So I was like, cool, done, started it. Yeah, definitely. And then same thing, man. I was just hooked from the day I got it and then was writing music on it every day. Terrible, like absolutely <laughs> terrible music. But yeah, and then I, I don't remember how long after I released the track, but I think I just started doing like vocal edits, mm, like the best. in in music class, man, with Audacity. Like, That's what like I. Me and my do. mates would. Yeah, <laughs> I think Hayfield would do that, man. Like me and my mates would just do it, and then. That's right. I remember we we're in class one time and we were just doing it, and one of my mates. We, so we do it in class and then show everyone, like, what do you make? And one of my friends did one, and I was like, fuck, this is way better than mine. And I was like, oh, I'm not letting that happen. So since then, I was like, and then I'd practice every night, and then I'd come to school and go, oh, look at this, mine's better than yours now. So I don't know. That was kind of the thing for me. I was like, I think at that point, I was like, all oh, right, music's pretty sick. So I think that's where yeah. it kind of, cause I Yeah, I didn't like school when, and I didn't really – do that well but just music was yeah i think from that point i was like all right this is more than just making edits on my computer yeah definitely yeah yeah that's cool. good so you had the bit of competitive nature with your mate in class and that sort of made you yeah. realize hey yeah not definitely. only i'm gonna be better than you i'm gonna see yeah. this through and dude yeah young jamie seeing your productions now man he'd be so impressed i um I got this good advice from Amalia, actually. And she said to me, mm. um, Ben, when he was 16, would be absolutely gobsmacked at um, what you can do now. Not saying that I'm a mm. good, crazy producer, but I could not wrap my head around any of yeah. it to save yeah. my life. I remember I was, it was 20, 2019. Um, so first yeah. year out of school, and I really wanted to start using Ableton, but I do like seven hundred, eight hundred dollars, <laughs> fair yeah, bit nah. of Josh, man. Um, I didn't, I didn't buy it the first time. Worst bloke. Yeah, <laughs> I bought it this time. I bought it this time. Good man. I, nah, I'm sure everyone sort of starts off with that, but I guess they're cracking down. On I was like fourteen. I didn't have any money. <laughs> yeah, so funny. I yeah. was nice. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> And yeah, I, I couldn't figure it out. So then I started using Audacity at um 18. Yeah. And I actually, like I'm all for people hating the first stuff that they made. Brother, some of those edits that I made on Audacity, I sussed, I felt like an old USB and I sussed them out not too long ago. They uh. slapped me. <laughs> like, like they were pretty creative. Like if there was uh. ever a, um, oh, I just got a, I just got a, got a call i don't know who that was from but i oh. anyway <laughs> i think i remember hearing like one of your i don't know i think i might have i think joel might have showed me one of them Definitely. and yeah i don't know i I'm, I'm, i think i do but yeah i hated every like the latest i don't know i found when i when my laptop died i found my hard drive and i was like um I went through it and I found edit like songs from like 2014 or something. I was like, mm. this sucks. Dude, that's hey, so true. Yeah. You have know. those, you like, have those moments. Um, but the vocals that I would put into the projects, brother, mm. they were so out of time. It was laughable because I never had any formal <laughs> music. No, like, brother, I did not have any <laughs> formal music training, which isn't an excuse. Yeah. But, like, I remember there was this, like, Tech House track, which was a bop, and then the Free Nate, um, Free Acapella was goes, because you're free. Anyway, it's a banger. And I lined it up, um, <laughs> lined it up, and then I exported all these different um, acapellas. And I remember I was driving with my friend Callum, Callum Taylor, the man. Shout, Shout out, out Cal. Shout out the man. My haters on him, so hot. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, shout out, Cal. Yeah, shout out, Cal. Um, we're driving to Bandura to look for at a car for man. Rest in peace, the first commie brother. 
Um, <laughs> um, and like I was playing them. And he wasn't saying anything. Like, I was frothing. I was like, this is sick. And he wasn't saying anything. And then I was like, so what do you think? And he's just like, brother. <laughs> he was like, he was like, oh, I think it's just a little bit out of time. And then he was yeah. so funny. And now I look back at them, appalling. Absolutely. <laughs> but the ones that were just like uh, chopped up. Yeah. And then it went into like a cheesy ass drop of like, a hot track at that time. Yeah. It holds up. <laughs> oh, I remember your your intros when you first started playing at Cruise. Yeah, and Motley as Brian well. Amy and Rapsy or something. And Motley, yeah. Those slappers, man. They were. I remember DJ next to you. I'm like, this is so out of time, but everyone loves it, man. I'm like, this is weekend. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. You'd be so uh, angry. It was so. No, I, know. I was like, because we we you know like we knew each other back then. We weren't as close. I was like, I can't just tap on the shoulder, like Ben. Doesn't sound right, man. But everyone was dancing. I'm like, this is sick. <laughs> yeah, because my first um overage gig. Shout out Motley Thursdays at the deck. You and I versed one yeah, another from twelve that. to one. That was so funny, man. Because yeah. um. Do you remember what happened when we first got there and, like, how nervous I was? <laughs> oh, yes, I do <laughs> Brother. Yeah, because we're at yours and then we got a lift with someone and then um, we got there and, <laughs> and then we got up the stairs and it was getting closer to 12 and I was so, like... <laughs> I'm like, man, are you all right? Like, it's, you'll be fine. Like, there's, it's not even that, like... Yeah, you'd be sweet, man. I was like, I was nervous as as well, but I was like, oh, I can't act now because men will freak out even more. Because it was right. the first time we played there as well, I think. Oh, that was the first time I played there because yeah. I, I, I just and turned 18. Yeah. Because, yeah, like, I'm no wolf sparks. Like, I still sh- I'm shooting myself. Like, I, I think there was, it was busy as, and I was like, oh, I've got that confident for Ben, like, because he's, he's obviously a bit nervous. And then, <laughs> I was like, you're right. Yeah. You, you don't look too well. <laughs> Brother, I uh, was white. No, oh, yeah. Because I've DJed a handful of house parties and yeah. grouse time in our lives. Um, and yeah. I like, Definitely. I don't know what it was. Because even after that, before any single gig that was like big, I would just honestly I don't even want to put it pin it down to nerves because I was like I, I I prepared my audacity out of time vocal edits like I was ready <laughs> to hit the curb brother um yeah. like I was I was I, I knew I could do it and it'd be fun and I had heaps of like friends there to like get around it was gonna be wonderful um but yeah. I just still got those weird like and I was like okay and so then it was like five minutes before our um step and then I was like we were talking. I was like, one second. I'll walk into the bathroom. Yeah. The bathroom's packed. Keep in mind, I haven't had a drink all night. I'm dead sober. Yeah. And I walk, like, I go to the cubicle and, like, the cubicle's, like, <laughs> cubicle's, like, both full. It's, like, pretty packed and I need to vomit. I'm, like, getting so queasy. Just, I'm not nervous. I just don't feel great. Yeah. And then, yeah. like, the sink is right there. I felt so bad, man. I vomit straight <laughs> into the sink. And, like, I feel so, like, just getting all out, so nervous. Oh. And then this guy's like next to me, he's absolutely blind. He's like, bro, are you all right? <laughs> and then you come in, brother. Oh, no. You come in. Yeah. Tell us what you did for me. I don't remember what I did. I think I have a rough idea. Yeah, go for it and I'll correct did you I, if wrong. Did I um try and like get on the same level just for like mutual respect? Dude, you vomited in the urine. Yeah. You started like just yeah. vomiting. Too yeah. Yeah. You're like, I can't it's let Beezy vomit that. by himself. He's like, ah, yeah, I just closed the cubicles. Right. Like, <laughs> Brother. Oh, that was so oh, good. Yeah, that's. Oh, so good, man. It. Like, you got to do it for the boys every now and then. Someone's a man down. You got to help them. Definitely. Disclaimer after our set, we helped clean up. Just for a disclaimer for the people that work in hospitality that would be gutted by that. Um, but yeah, then we went on, had the set. You played the first two songs, I believe, because I had never used the CDJ in my life. <laughs> yeah. And then 
You're like, okay, brother, now it's your turn. And just felt right, brother. Chose one of my yeah. Audacity edits. It was yep. Living on a Prayer Acapella by Bon yeah. Jovi. Trans- yeah. I was just going to say that. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it was a vibe into like this edit that I did with this um, tech house tune called Octopussy, believe it or not. Absolute banger. And then because I, I, well. I, I just like absolutely rinsed the reverb into it to transition out and then went into it and it was the best feeling. That was yeah, such a good Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it was, nah, that was so much fun, man. I missed that joint. That was so fun. Dead set. I reckon Motley Thursdays, goat, absolute goat. Oh, yeah. yeah, like I hope they bring those back. Um, I've never been to a Sunday session because I'm a baby, but um, yeah, neither have I. Yeah, and then the Mega Motleys were good as well. Those are frothed. Yeah, unreal. Yeah, yeah. Did we ever play in the Smokers together? think so it's on the cards i, I remember did. really maybe did you ever My play this not great i don't realizing this <laughs> i did once yeah i did once yeah that was fine that's it was so nice fun. to get out of the silent disco yeah just quietly but <laughs> hey i can't like as i said man i'm i i don't care where it is where i'm playing i just love djing and I don't think I'm, you know, I don't think I'm better than anyone. So I, I don't know. I just love. It. That's what I miss so much. Now I'm realizing now we're talking about I miss playing so much. Definitely, yeah. It's such a great feeling, isn't it, man? I remember when no. I was playing at the Smokers. Uh, just before I was opening up the Smokers at one of the big um, Motleys, which is a yeah. Those who Last don't night, know, yeah. it's a popping off club night on the Mornington Peninsula where we reside. It's great stuff. Yeah. Um, and I was opening up the smokers for the first hour. And I remember I drove there and I was trying to find a car park because um, I usually drive to most of my um, gigs because I'm a cheapskate yeah, and I don't. pay for an Uber. <laughs> um, I definitely don't. <laughs> that's, yeah, you definitely don't. <laughs> yeah. And brother, the underground car park at 21st Century, the worst architectural design ever. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember this? I don't know. I think I read the story. Yeah. No, anyway, long story short, went in with the commie trying to find like a car park, man. And like the pillars are so close to the wall. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. I remember that. And I'm driving around and I barely miss like the yellow like pole. And then yeah. I'm like, oh, brother, I'm going to go around again to try like find another one. Second time, not so lucky. So as I'm driving, just... <laughs> And it wasn't even like a little scratch, man. That stuff was like thirteen hundred on insurance claim. Anyway, the re- moral of the story. Moral of the story. Yeah, that was good. Parked, good. parked the car behind the deck, ran over, opened up the smokers, man. The most bomb.com set I've ever played. It was so much fun. I was playing like disco house, um, and then the guy after me didn't show up, so I got to play for like an extra hour. Um, yeah. And it was, yeah, I was playing music that I loved um, and everyone's going off. The dance floor was so tight and I I didn't care at my car door because I had a fun night yeah. and yeah, man. I hid it from my parents for like two weeks parking in the <laughs> corner of the front lawn and then my dad was yep. mowing the lawn. He's like, Ben, brother, <laughs> what, what happened? Yeah, and I used my $50. I got paid from Motley that night to, uh, <laughs> to um, pay it off. Pay it off, brother. Um, so that was all well and good. But yeah, it's such such good comments. times, man. What's some of your favorite gigs that you've done? Doesn't even have to be overage. It could be like one of the atrium parties, big man. Like the what underage ones? Anything, man. Remember the parties at the <gasps> country club with Joel oh. and I? Those were tight. I don't know, man. I don't know. I. First one that comes to mind. I think headlining at um at area at the old at um publican. Mm, like, like not because I thought headlining, but like I played a re- like I played a really good set time. And mm. this is what time? Yeah, I think it was twelve to one or one to two. 
all yeah. those. Good time, good time. And they're all the they're always the most fun. But um, yeah, this one specific night, man, it was it was I don't know, it had to be in a summer or something. It was in 2019, I believe. Yeah. I don't know what I don't know what, what sticks out about it, man. Like I just it was just I don't because a lot of a lot of my previous gigs I've always played not necessarily like not what I don't want to play, but I've I've kind of I've always not really forced, but I was playing what people want to hear, not what they really mm. what they what they think they want to hear. Yeah. So I was yeah, um yeah, and I remember I was like, what have I got to lose? Like if I fuck this up, like you know, it's all right, I'll come back and I'll build my way up again. And I was like, um, I just want to, because I used to start off with obviously like a really well-known song, like a pop song at the time with a, you mean, a beat behind it, something harder. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, differs for everyone. But I was like, you know what? I really just want to, this set, I just want to play what I want to play. And I wasn't versing anyone, which is great because I love like DJing by myself. It's like, I don't have to stress about, yeah. And yeah, like I never planned any sets or anything. I have a playlist, obviously, but like I don't plan songs track or track, keys. Yeah. Like, yeah, like probably if you do that, but I, I don't know. I change my mind every three seconds. I'm like, no, I'm playing this, no, no. Yeah, so anyway, I played awesome. it and I played what I, I think I opened with one of my new songs at the time, Damon, which is like a, which was ah. one of the first tracks that, yeah, that was like my heavy metal influence. On SoundCloud, I was like, suss it out. Damon James Stevens. Banger. A couple years old now, but yeah, I had heaps fun writing that. And I was like, you know what? I was going to start with the pop track. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. What have I got to lose? Played it, and the response was sick. Like, as soon as the guitar came in, I was like, people were like filming me. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, why? Sorry, it's a bad habit. I was like, why are people doing this? It was so cool. And then, yeah, the um, yeah, the response was unreal, man. It was, it, that's, and that's what I mean. That's the best feeling, playing your music and people reacting to it in a good way, hopefully. But, yeah, yeah that was definitely the standout, just playing what I like, what I want to play, A and B, playing my music and having a response to it from it is the best feeling ever. Definitely, yeah, because it's, um, Brother, it's from what you were just saying, that would have been such a tight feeling opening with something that got a reaction the same as like a super generic song would have gotten. And there's no disrespect of playing like Sexy Bitch by David Guetta. It's a track, not my cup of tea personally, but that goes off at um, sort of um, commercial clubs. But oh, yeah, party DJs slap like they get hate like everyone loves it and that's what they're doing that's what they're and they do it great right. they do it so good yeah definitely. yeah exactly um but they know how to read the room that's what it's yeah they're good at it and i respect it it's unreal definitely yeah so the fact that um at a place where the majority of patrons go to expecting sort of um that commercial sound which they love and to be able yeah. to like serve them up something they weren't expecting it to go off and yes, yeah. vodka probably played a big part in their reaction. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but still, they yeah. frothed it, and that just shows that your mixing was dope, your sound design was dope, and um, because there's so many things that goes in to making a track that like you just, it's pretty hard, don't you think? <laughs> it's pretty, yeah, it's, it's not that yeah, easy. Because like, you have to, yeah. yeah, you have to pick like the right ingredients like bass kick and then you got to like lay them out in a way that you feel represents what you're trying to get across and then once you've got all of that done brother the fun of mixing down a track <laughs> so difficult <laughs> <laughs> when you're first starting out it's it like you, you like sort of don't really yeah. Understand, like obviously, as you go on, it gets easier and you learn more, and that's just with anything. Like you just get better at it continuously. Yeah, just more. You get more experimental. Yeah, you just get more creative, man. Like I don't know. Yeah, like people. Yeah, sound like you know what I mean. If someone asks me, "Hey, can I ask my wife for feedback?" Mm. 
in my head, I'm like, why are you asking me? Mm. I, you mean, really? I'm like, there's more, there's way better producers out there. But yeah, it's awesome to hear that kind of stuff. But we spoke about it the other day. It was like, do you, well, some people write the track, get the creative sound design stuff down, and then focus on the mix down. Mm. So, and that's what, that's when I like when, like you said, I was like, oh, is it mixed yet? I'd be like, well, I've kind of done 85, 90% of the mix as I've gone. And then, like, for that track that we were talking about earlier, I've, like, I've just re- like gone back into the project. I'll probably have a look, you mean, last night. Just go over it. And obviously, and that's the thing that I need to learn is that it's never going to be perfect because mm. that's what I try to aim for, like, quality over quantity. But, it doesn't work when you don't put anything out. You know what I mean? So I was like, I yeah. need, I, I need to get to a point with this track and every other track I write that I'm happy with it. Mm. And then obviously when I export it and listen to it in the car, I'm like, oh, that's it. But if I do that, yeah. the track will never get released, and then I'll just get angry. So I'm like, I'll just, yeah, I, I feel like I'm trying. I'm finding a point with my music where I get to a point in the mix and the master. I'm like, okay, this is good. I'm happy with this. Mm-hmm. Move on. Definitely, yeah, that's so fair. And just for people who mm. aren't sure exactly um, what we're talking about, with um, mm. music tech, usually there's the creation of the song and then after that there's the mix-down process, which is usually just balancing the faders um, and making space for everything <clears> in the mix and, like, tightening things up or, like, dialing things back and just getting it sounding as good as possible. And that's mm. the second stage. And then the final stage, just mastering, which is just making it sound good on every single different system, like a UA boom. A, um, making it sound pick. fat. Yes, brother. And you do some of your own mastering. I personally prefer to delegate it to uh, engineer. Um, Professionals, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, Not me, yeah. So funny. My um, EP that just came out, Little plug, brother. Daisy um, Showcase Volume One. What a that! Very proud of that project. Um, I you got the too kind, brother. Um, Unreal. Man. I um yeah, I got it um, mastered by a guy named Wayne at Satur. Um, mastering, yep. I believe it's called. Or, yeah, his name's Wayne Sutherland, and he's so good. A lot of people um in the industry use him like. Dom Dollar, Willerus K, yeah. um, list goes on. Um, so yeah. not, top bloke. So basically um, three stages, writing, mixing, and then mastering, which I send off because I don't even yeah. have, a, have a clue. Um, no, I don't really. Yeah, definitely. Um, but it's good, man. Sounds like you got a really good rap on things. It's very, very exciting. Um, yeah. Would you give – oh, would you give any advice to people that are trying to start out with producing? Um, just give it a go. Give it a like, go. I don't know. Um, figure out. Yeah, I don't think it's a new idea. Figure out what you want to make. Mm. And like when I first started making music, I was like, okay, I want to make like. EDM type stuff. Like, that's what was cool. Like, that's what I was listening to back in the day. EDM and, like, Melbourne Bounce. I want to make this. So I started learning how to make that. I started getting all the kicks, all the bass lines, all the synths, like, all the sample packs, all the VSTs that I saw all my favourite producers using. Mm. Obviously, how many many years later now, my sound has completely changed to something else. So I feel like, like, if you, if you want to do hip-hop, like, trap beats and drill beats and stuff, watch. There's heaps of videos, man. Just watch them. That's what I never really, like, took advantage of. Watch them, man. It's mm. so good. There's so many good videos out there. Do that, and who knows? You might end up making drum and bass. You might end up making, you know, hard just getting like, started, yeah. Yeah. So just don't, I feel like don't, yeah, kind of figure out what you want and work towards that. And naturally, things will change. Like, who knows? Like, you still might. Like, you probably will. If you mean, if you want to make rap beats, you'll probably end up making rap beats. But, yes, I think that's – I've never really thought about it like that, but that's kind of what I've realised is that you have to have a um, 
you don't, yeah, I don't know, because if I feel like if I started again, or if, you know, in a different world, I was like, I want to make music, and you just try to make music, it just, you mean, I feel like it just would go nowhere. You'd just be doing circles, but. Yeah, exactly. And also, having having inspiration is such a, like, that's what was my main, you mean, my main inspiration again. But listening to the music I did every day, has influenced what I make today, like heavy metal music, hip hop, like rap, mm. um, hard style. I love hard style, so I try to influence a little bit. I mean, so it's like everything you listen to is going to end up. It's just, it's just in your brain. It's what you listen to, and yeah, just take influence from different things. But yeah, I don't know. If I can go on in circles with this, but no, just give it good. a crack. Yeah, give it a go. So, so in a summary, ask your mates. Uh, reach out to people, like. I used to, I was so annoying when I first started. Mm. Like, I just hit up all these SoundCloud DJs. I'm like, hey, can you listen to this? Can you tell me what's, you mean? And they'd, and half of them would just leave it. And I'm like, all right, cool, I'll just do it again. Mm. Um, that's the thing I need to learn now. I need to keep doing that. Like, I still, I message all my friends I have, you mean? I know, like, I message you, you'll help me out all the time. Like, I'm not anywhere near i want to be with my producer like i'm no hero or anything so mm-hmm. i'm still at the level like i've been making music for years and i'm still like more oh, that sounds shit no that doesn't sound as good as i wanted to I just reach out help me man yeah definitely so yeah. <laughs> i'm running out of what to say but do it just do it you're so good um so yeah in sort of summary no you'd motivational say... speaker over here but you're great, brother. <laughs> so really just getting started and then just trying to like put what's in here onto there because I feel like from what you were That's saying. That's what making music is, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like it can seem a bit of a treacherous feat at first because you're sort of like, oh, how am I going to make a track like um, Dennis Salter or Sparks, mm. as you were saying, or... Martin Garrix, or I guess if you're looking at rap, like Metro Boomin, like, and I feel yeah. like a valuable yeah. thing from what you were just saying is taking it one step at a time, like one step yeah. at a time. So yeah. first off, as you were saying before, watch YouTube videos, get feedback, start on Audacity if you can't afford, um, or you can yeah. get free, you can get a free trial of Ableton FL, but for example, mm. um, yeah. starting making easy out-of-time vocal edits, and then it's progressing through that and summoning all the music that you're listening to. Because, yeah, you were saying heavy metal influences, bang, that demon track that you played at the club, brother, that went off, mm. heavy metal influences. It all comes together, yeah. which is what's so pure and beautiful about music. Um, it's it's grass, Definitely. man. So, yeah, no, That's unreal. Yeah. You're, you're, on the, you're on the ball there, man. Um, I, think, no, I was trying, yeah. I think we're um, doing, doing good for time. I don't even know where we can... Um, check it but i don't remember what time we started <laughs> man, time flies when you're having, me, yeah time flies when you're having fun Isn't it? that's so good so, indeed, um, baby, indeed, mate. <laughs> before um we wrap this on up is there anything else you like wanted to let people know what you wanted to say and also where can people find you man like what's your soundcloud social stuff like that um pretty simple my soundcloud is just my name jamie stevens banging name spotify slowly starting to build up my spotify i've only got one new song on there afterlife that was released on the 20th yeah but before that there was really old music don't listen to it sucks but yeah listen afterlife <laughs> that was my most most recent release on the new uh melbourne techno label respire recordings those boys are unreal and the rest of it, like all the tracks on the album are ridiculous mm. now that's another thing i forgot to say i'm so grateful to be on that because i listen to the tunes on there and some of the guys in there are like ridiculously good producers so to have one of my songs alongside them is really it's, it's on it's such a great feeling so go listen to the album va01 um yeah, yeah my Spotify is quite empty at the moment, but in the future, I'm going to be adding heaps of new stuff on there. I've got heaps of music on SoundCloud. Um, 
Definitely. Instagram is pretty boring. Jamie Stevens one. Just have a look at that. Have a look at Mugly Mug. I post stuff, new tracks and stuff on my store and all that <laughs> in the studio. Um, yeah. And I want to share that Beasy Showcase. Everyone go listen to part one. <laughs> Unreal. It's only the start. I guarantee you I've heard a lot of the tracks coming soon and they are ridiculous. So good work on that, man. And everyone go stream it, buy it on Bandcamp. All the good stuff. What a man. Jamie Stevens, everybody. Thank you, brother. I really appreciate no you coming worries. on. And thank, thank you for you that plug for at having the end. me. No, anytime, mate. Anytime. You're an absolute national treasure. We are <laughs> we are very lucky to have you, my man. And your insights have been so great, talking about your humble beginnings, a broken-legged 14-year-old starting off on the old <laughs> FL studio. Yeah vocal edits yeah. in the classroom and now as the years progress developing the sound getting those influences in and also defining your work ethic and look mm. where we are now you'd be that 14 year old little boy <laughs> would be so <laughs> chuffed man like yeah. yeah your productions are crazy you set some mint you're pretty good looking like he would be chuffed <laughs> he'd be chuffed oh, man it. yeah so. it's it's cool. It's cool. you got to look back every now and then, but I've got a long way to go. Definitely. Don't we all, brother? But as they say, one, one step. A day? At a time, brother. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. That, I thought you were going to say like 1% every day. Every 100 days is 100% or something like that. Yeah. Okay. There's one up. Yeah, maybe. Get, anyway. your own, get your own podcast, brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Good. Well, thanks for thanks for being on, brother. It's been real. I'll have to Crazy. talk to you again soon. Okay, mate. I appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate you, big man. Okay. All right. Stay real, brother. Talk to you soon. You too, brother. See Watch you, Beasy Showcase.